0: It's the Sci-Fi King here I want to talk a little bit about Cloak and & Dagger And this is the TV's, if you, TV series If you don't know there is a Cloak & Dagger TV series on Freeform I personally have watched The uh, first Three episodes on YouTube Premium actually And um, Well first If you don't know about Cloak & Dagger They're the first interracial superhero duo team cloak is African American male his power is uh, he has a cloak of darkness and he's kind of surrounded by darkness in a sense and it things can go he can teleport himself and other people to where he desires also anything that enters his realm of darkness he can send to wherever there are some places that we actually don't know where they go because you never see at least in a comic book where where some of the things go uh, dagger is the, his female friend she's white and she emits light daggers she can create them at will she can Kind of shoot them, or I won't say sh- I'll say shoot, throw something of that variation, or just hold them. Uh, their powers are very simpatico, you know, light, darkness. Uh, in the comics, her light can feed his darkness, which grows, so it has to be fed, and her light also grows, so it's kind of a she has too much light, she releases it in his darkness, and etc. So, they're tied together. The free form is teenagers. Pretty much, I was thinking it would be very Dawson's Creekish, which it it is and it's not. They're teenagers who are teenagers. They're not teenagers who talk like twenty year olds. They get into stuff. Um. Cloak is from an upper-class family. He's, you know, kind of all-white prep school, black kid, so he doesn't have a street edge to him. Dagger is actually the one with the street edge. Dagger actually started off upper-middle class because her father was with Roxon, which they do keep to the story of Roxon Corporation, is the ones that created Cloak and Dagger by accident, which they do. Won't say how, but they do. Things happen. Dagger goes from upper middle class to below poverty. So she does what she has to to survive, which is how she meets Cloak. Which I won't say how that happens, but it happened. But it's not actually the first time that happens. It's not the first time they meet. But it's the first time you see their powers. And then later there's a whole thing of they recall like they've met each other before, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And it goes into the old what happened. But it doesn't immediately jump into that. You have to they individually figure out what's going on with these powers and dealing with their home lives before it becomes a let's join together and figure some stuff out. They have their own personal issues that they deal with within the first three episodes, like really big stuff from their past. Some current uh, dagger gets into her own situation, which was I really can't describe it. She gets into her own situation. It was it was self defense. I'll say that, but you know, still given her lifestyle, she's freaked out. Dagger uh, cloak, okay. Dagger has a self defense situation, and cloak has something from his past that he deals with. Um, from the first three episodes that I saw, which I will see the rest uh, later on this month to give a full review it's enough for me to want to keep watching i'm interested to see where they're going Uh um, will there be a villain in this is the villain going to be roxanne or the, the Roxanne corporation or is it just going to be us watching these kids decide to be together not in that sense but be together as a duo and you know fight crime in a sense you know, will they leave their parents? Will they still, which I'm hoping Dagger does because yeah, her mother, ooh, boy, she needs to get out of that situation altogether. you have to watch to understand. <laughs> yeah, it's just completely unhealthy, but I like that because it's realistic, you know, things happen. Um, like I said, it's, it's worth a watch if you're. I will say that Hulu tried to do runaways. It was a complete miss to me. <laughs> like it just it wasn't at all what it should have been. And you could tell that by the time you got to the second. But the first episode ended, you knew this wasn't going to be like the comic. We expect some things to change, but they started to go left field from the first episode. Cloak and Dagger seems to be straight on key. With the comics, slight changes, but nothing that's like, oh, only stuff that makes sense to change, or it doesn't really matter that this changed. It still rots the story. It's worth a watch. The individual characters. I love learning about them, how they're dealing with life without powers, and now how they're going to deal with and how they come together. And what are they going to do now? I think it does have 12 episodes. Like I said, I've done three. Um, I would definitely come back when I finish all 12. But I did want to go and give a heads up so far. It's definitely worth it's worth a peek. If you, like I said, you do superheroes. You don't mind a little teenage discovery angst. You know, I think we all got that X-Men itch where, you know, people discover their powers, et cetera, et cetera, and see what happens. You know, ever since heroes, we've kind of been lacking that on TV. Well, it, it, that's probably the closest we're going to get right now. And to be on Freeform, which is kind of like a teen channel, it's really, really not teeny boppers at all. It's done for more so the uh, I'll say 16 plus crowd. It's, it's really not something your 10 year old would watch or it's not even designed for a 10 year old to watch. They wouldn't even understand some of the stuff going on because there's drug usage and situations that you wouldn't want any female to be in is all I can say about that. But it's it's not a kitty thing, even though it's on Freeform, which is a Disney channel. It's not kitty at all. Give it a peek. See if you like it. I'ma keep watching. Cloak and Dagger on Freeform. I say check it out. This is Sci Fi King. I'll catch you later. Till the next episode.